0: Meltzer, the UN rapporteur on torture, has described the treatment of Julian Assange by the governments of the United Kingdom, the United States, and Sweden as torture. Nonetheless, Meltzer has been ignored by these governments and the Australian government too. Much of the past week at Assange's extradition hearing in the Old Bailey has been concerned with the deteriorating state of Assange's mental health following his seven and a half year forced detention in the Ecuadorian embassy and the further year and a half confinement in Belmas and the deterioration his mental health would suffer if he were extradited. The defence has argued... Assange would be exposed to torture in the US prison system from a secretive form of extreme isolation in US federal prisons. It's called Special Administrative Measures, or SAMs. These prohibit prisoners who live under them from contact or communication with all but a handful of approved individuals. Prisoners subjected to this describe the experience as like living in a world by yourself, in which they have almost no human contact. Many of those on SAMs have developed mental health issues as a result of the isolation. To counter this argument by the defence, who was saying you can't extradite a man so that he just goes insane, The prosecution has relied on the argument that Assange is simply malingering. The maximum security prison in Florence, Colorado, is where the US intends to incarcerate Julian Assange when he is convicted. Bay FM reporter Dr John Jiggins spoke with Kieran O'Reilly. He's an Assange supporter and Plowshares activist. He spoke to him about Florence and his own experiences in the US prison system and the normalization of torture in the US under the war on terror. Let's go to that interview with Julie, with Kieran O'Reilly now.
1: The ADX a maximum security prison in Florence, Colorado, is where the US intends to incarcerate Julian Assange when he's found guilty. In his submission to the ongoing extradition hearing, US assistant attorney Gordon Cromberg praised this security prison for its variety of life-enhancing activities. As a Plowshare activist who was incarcerated in US prisons for over a year, what is your reaction?
2: Yeah, I was sentenced along with three other pacifists, uh, Catholic worker Plowshare's activists who had disabled a B-52 bomber in a non-violent action a couple of weeks before the first Gulf War began. There was a debate between the Air Force and the prosecution of whether to charge us with sabotage, which would have been a national security thing, but the, the Air Force lost that debate and we were charged with conspiracy and damage to government property. <clears throat> Other people from our movement uh, were charged under sabotage and received 18 years in prison. Since I did my time, and I was in county jails in New York, but also in federal penitentiaries in Oklahoma, Louisiana and a county jail in um in texas things have got worse in the prison industry in the united states Um, florence colorado and that's been brought up in julian's extradition hearing is a probable place he'll be sent to is the supermax in the prison system in in the united states now so as a federal prisoner when when i was incarcerated prisons were, were federal prisons were rated from about one to six Um, in terms of security. So, at the very lowest level, which is where, um, you know, the wealthy go if they're ever (laughs) incarcerated, people like Michael Milken, et cetera, there's not even a wall. It's like, as people say, serving time, serving tennis, all the way up to Supermax, which, when I was in prison, was located in Marin, Illinois. But since then, they've built Florence, uh, which is even a more isolated place geographically, in the mountains of Colorado. And in there, they've got people like the Unabomber, uh, the Boston Marathon bomber, uh, El Chapo uh, from Mexico. And they'll, I would think they'll definitely put Julian in there. It's also interesting to note that Woody Harrelson, the actor, his father died in Florence, Colorado. He was a prisoner there. Um, and what I've read about Florence, Colorado is, as a prisoner, you do not know where you are in the prison. You don't get to interact with any other prisoners. And um, as one former warden said, that it's de- designed to drive you crazy. So a big difference. Uh, and Gareth Pierce, who's Jul- Julian's main solicitor in the extradition hearing, as she has argued against all extraditions uh, from Europe uh, to the United States, is a big difference in, in Europe. The right to association, that is to associate with other human beings, is seen by the European Declaration of Human Rights um, and by the judicial system in Europe as a basic human right, as basic as food, clothing, ablutions, etc. But in the United States the way I think the Eighth Amendment is interpreted by the Supreme Court is that human association is not seen as a basic human right. And then they can hold you in solitary or isolation indefinitely and I, I believe there's something like 60,000 people in, uh, in in isolation and solitary in the US prison system which is, has expanded since I experienced it in the early 90s so when I was in prison um, in 91 92 uh, the prison population was 1.3 million it is now 2.2 million so uh, what I've also read about where Julian will... Uh, he, he'll be sent to Florence, Colorado uh, after he is sentenced and before that he'll be um, in isolation in Alexandria Detention Centre where Chelsea Manning has just spent time for refusing to, to inform or give evidence against WikiLeaks and Julian Assange and from the, in contempt of the grand jury.
1: Mentioning Chelsea Manning... That's the example that will probably happen to Julian Assange. Instead of um, the sort of wonderful picture painted by the attorney for the US, what actually happened with Chelsea Manning?
2: Chelsea was initially arrested in Baghdad. So Chelsea was initially detained in Kuwait and pretty much tortured. and then transferred to a marine base, even though uh, Chelsea was a member of the US Army ended up in a marine base in Quattico.
1: Now do you want to explain pretty much tortured?
2: Yeah, it was um, it, I think torture has become quite mainstream in the US now, and uh, this is part of the paradigm shift with the following the 9/11 attacks. So it became acceptable at Guantanamo initially and uh, eventually they used it on one of their own soldiers. You know, and it, like her living conditions in Quantico was just completely in isolation. She was on a wing, but she was the only person on that wing. From memory, the conditions were that she had to sleep from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m., but if she turned toward the wall in her sleep or put her arm over her head or anything like that, they'd come in and wake her up and put her in a um, stress position. And then once she woke at five, she was not allowed to lie down on the bunk, wasn't allowed to exercise. And every 15 minutes they demanded an audible response from her from 5am to 9pm. Are you all right? Yes, sir. Or okay, or whatever. And so it was a bit like Chinese water torture, you know, this kind of repetitive thing.
1: Well, they're recognised as forms of torture, aren't they? Sleep deprivation. Ah, yeah. And also being put in stress. But when I say they're recognised, the US doesn't recognise them as torture. No,
2: actually, the Brits were using them in Northern Ireland in the early 70s, hooding and stress positions, and the European court recognised it as torture. They stopped doing that in the north of Ireland. And, you know, they brought it back for the Iraq occupation. So, you know, Chelsea was allowed one hour exercise a day in a larger room in shackles. So, Julian, I think, will be initially in what they call administration segregation, and it'd be like 23 hours a day in a cell, no interaction with other prisoners, and a one-hour exercise period in a larger cell. He's already done 18 months in a maximum security prison in Belmarsh, and what we're hearing through the courts and through this extradition hearing Is that he did a lot better mentally in when he was in general population interacting with other prisoners than he did once they put him in medical and pretty much put him in solitary it's it's yeah it's really it's really terrible what they're describing what's going to happen
0: to him that is plowshares activist kieran o'reilly talking about what would happen to julian assange were he he to be extradited from the united kingdom to the united states Implied in that report by John Jiggins is that Julian Assange would not get a fair trial in the United States. He's being tried under really quite ancient spying legislation which was introduced during the First World War and it was for people who were selling secrets to the enemy But nonetheless, uh, it seems to be clear that most of the commentators in the United Kingdom at the Old Bailey and also in the United States seem to think that if he is extradited, then it's a done deal. He'll be convicted and sentenced to what I think is 170 years to spend the life in prison. And as uh, Kieran pointed out there, he'll be tortured um, in the same way that Chelsea Manning has been. I think that the decision on the extradition will be handed down after the US presidential election on, I think it's November the 2nd, but there will be an appeal depending on what happens. Let's go now to uh, a little more uplifting song by local band Jumping Fences. It, the song's called Satellites. It tries to capture a lot of what is going on during these times about ever-present technology climate change, the rising seas and a deep-seated urge to find our space in this crazy world. Jumping Fences with Satellites.
1: Seven sisters gather
0: see queens in their celestial home,
1: Orion in pursuit,
0: sprawled across the night,
2: under this
0: ancient starry dome.
1: each passing traveler in silent flight like a velvet highway
0: under a veil of night each passing traveler beguiling
2: traveler under this ancient starry